With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, this was not the way we intended to open this week's show. Um, uh, about a little over an hour ago, we were given news of the passing of one of the legends of our industry, um, Larry Richard Oliver, a.k.a. Crippler Rip Oliver. Um, he was... Uh, Florida native, um, spent a lot of his time um, in uh, Don Owen's uh, Pacific Northwest Territory, but he did travel at uh, many other um, places throughout the country, and in fact uh, had a uh, had a stint as a uh, enhancement uh, personality, aka a jobber with uh, WWF um, and uh, throughout his career he worked a number of major stars uh, the late Rocky Johnson Brett Sawyer, Billy Jack Haynes um, late Playboy Buddy Rose Bobby Jaggers Stan Stasiak uh, Larry and Kurt Hennig, Brian Adams Jay Youngblood Steve Regal um the late Rowdy Roddy Piper, the late Tom Zink, the late Buzz Sawyer. Um, and he also was part of the uh, class action lawsuit uh, regarding brain injuries that uh, was partially set up by our friend Vito LaGrasso. Um, so... Um, he passed away uh, just a few hours ago. Um, he was in hospice uh, due to end-stage heart failure. So um, our sympathies. He he was uh, NWA Canadian Tag Team Champions champion. Part of the, yeah okay. Part of the NWA Canadian Tag Team Championship. Uh, Vancouver Territory. Um, so he's Canadian. With, uh, he's Canadian. No, no, he's a, he's a Floridian. He's an American. Oh, that's okay. He was in a Canadian tag team, so so well, we're glad to claim him. It's cool. He, yeah, 
he was he uh, t- partnered with uh, Fidel Cortez and uh, Buddy Rose. He um, he was twelve times he was the NWA Pacific Northwest Heavyweight Champion, and he held the NWA Pacific um, Northwest Tag Team Championships a total of sixteen times. Um, once with uh, Fidel Cortez. Seven times with David Sierra, um, twice with Buddy Rose, um, twice with the uh, late uh, Matt Bourne, a.k.a. the original Doink, um, once with Bobby Jagger, once with Mike Miller, once with Super Ninja, and then once with uh, Larry Oliver. Um, Oh, wow. And he also um, he also held uh, the uh, world class, the Von Erichs um, territory in Dallas. Uh, he held their television championship one time. That's interesting. So, uh, yeah. so another another death in 2020, unfortunately. And you know, this is just the way it goes. There's no controlling it. Uh, you know, as much as Steve, Katie, and I would love to have the magic wand to stop all the wrestling deaths from happening, uh, we don't have that power. So, yeah, I wish. Um, I wish. our thoughts and prayers are with the friends and family of Rip Oliver, and we will be joined by Memphis legend Bill Dundee, who will share some stories oh, yeah. uh, uh, here tonight about that. Uh, also want to give everybody the quick rundown of everything else that is going to happen tonight, and we may roll into three hours, may roll into two and a half. Um, we'll just see how things go throughout the course of the night. Um, yeah. We are going to have the SmackDown review and preview, as we normally do. The AEW <coughs> Revolution review, and this is going to get, uh, you know, there was some good meat and there was some bad potatoes with AEW Revolution. And we'll talk about that. The uh, Raw Go Home Show for Elimination Chamber and the preview for next week. Uh, The NWA Power Review and Preview. The AEW Dark Review and Preview. Uh, We're going to try to review Impact Wrestling the best we can. Um, AEW Dynamite Review because last night was just incredible. And Mm -hmm. NXT... Uh, I put NXW, I'm an NXT review and preview. And then obviously this weekend we have a pay-per-view. It'll be WWE Elimination Chamber on Sunday. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and which is now, like, why are we even having this? Okay, I have a question about that. Question, question for Elimination Chamber. Fans perspective. Yes. Uh, yes. The, the yes. inquiring fans perspective needs to know. Okay. Now. Asuka, we were speaking about this earlier. Asuka is now injured. Her wrist is done. Kyrie wasn't there for the signing of the elimination chamber, but Asuka was. Kyrie was on her honeymoon, so Kyrie took took Asuka's place in a match on Raw. See, my memory remembers real good right now. And does that mean Kyrie's going to take her place in a limb or what? Let's. Well, I'll tell you what. I I'm going to I'm going to look that up right now to can. see if there's any uh any changes here. Um What what there? Oh He's my. He's going to look hold, that up. Hold, 
Yeah. And then um, uh, obviously we'll have all the latest news and rumors surrounding succession yeah, right tonight. Yeah, but Oscar including out. Hold on a second. Okay. Katie. Including okay, uh, okay. including the uh, MGAS controversy, which we're gonna Steve and I are gonna both have different sides to weigh on this. I will deliver a rampage rant tonight about something that has affected uh, oh, one of yeah. our friends' friends. And then uh, whatever else happens tonight here on Rampage Rant Thursday Night Turmoil. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sadistic Sean David, along with my co-host. The Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane. And the reason why the show could never, ever be a bag of dead. Chaotic Katie. Okay, all all we've got all we've got right now, Katie, on the Oscar injury is that uh, it is a sprained wrist, and they're just yeah. hopeful that yeah, it'll be that it'll be okay for her to uh, um, yeah. do elimination chamber on Sunday. That's exactly no. what my husband just said. He's like, "Look, she has although, not been told yet." Yeah, although although um, yeah, we already know that this one is a foregone conclusion because we know. That uh, Shayna Baszler is definitely going Indeed. over in in that one, so that uh, she can face Becky Lynch at um, at Mania. Um, it needs to be done. That match needs to happen. That well, match yep. totally needs yep. to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, All they're, right. they're they're putting they're putting the Goldberg Reigns match without even having an elimination chamber, as uh, oh. y'all saw on uh, SmackDown. Oh, God, I hate gold botch. All right. I am going to play this, and then we are going to talk about the MJF controversy until Mr. Bill Dundee gets here. So hold tight. We'll be back in about two minutes and 30 seconds.
I remember very clearly. It was April 2002 uh, that this was played, and Double M came into the Illinois Valley Flamingo Banquet Hall to take on Road Warrior Hawk. To take on Road Warrior Hawk. And the reason that I played this is because this song reminds me of current day MJF with the situation that has happened. I'm going to let Steve Kane refresh everybody's memory about what MJF said to a kid a couple weeks ago uh, yeah. about his match with Cody. Well, um, well, there's actually there's actually two big things that have happened, and this even goes goes back farther. Um, when uh, they did the um, second uh, Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. Um, it was uh, reported that uh, MJF was just an absolute uh, jerk to all the fans on the cruise. He he played he played MJF every all every moment that he was outside of his cabin. Um, now, a couple of days prior to Revolution, um, a uh, Somebody on Twitter had posted up a picture of apparently I'm either either this is a relative or the child of a friend who had just had his tonsils taken out and he was hoping to eventually get to a live event, but he was definitely looking forward to Saturday to see Cody beat up MJF. MJF. Mm-hmm. And so MJF replied that uh, maybe they should take the little mistake, meaning the kid, and remove his eyes so he can't see what he's going to do to Cody on Saturday. And this guy could just lie to him and tell him that Cody beat him and then put on put on MJF the greater sign, the greater than sign and Cody. Back up the truck. That mother trucker said that about a child? That mother trucker said that. Oh, my God. Can I take his eyes? Seriously, now I want to take his eyes and uh, have somebody else hold them so he can watch me kick the shit out of him and rip his ears off and stick them up his ass so he can hear it, too. You don't do that. I don't care if you're a heel. This is, and, and we and I have always said this and claimed there is a very fine line between heel and dick. Okay? Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho, dick, but he's not that much of a dick. You know what I mean? All right. Well, then there was another incident wow. that happened at C2ET over the weekend uh, of the pay-per-view, and that is MJ off. MJ off. MJF. <laughs> MJ flip off. <laughs> MJF flipped off a kid uh, at C2E2 in the picture that the kid took with him. And this got kid controversial. Was an autograph and, and, and Friedman uh, did the Austin to him. Yes. What a jag off. And then there was the uh, guy that I saw on Facebook that I'm friends with that met MJF, and MJF is like, okay, now smile and look at the camera, and MJF just did one of these, like, blank 
like really funny look where he turned and looked at the guy and took his picture with the guy that way. Uh, MJF, I have to say it, uh, is the top heel in professional wrestling today with all of I that. Want kick, do I, I want do to I kick, agree? I want to kick him in the nards. Can I kick him do in the I nards? Agree? I really want to kick him in the nards. Do I agree with everything that he's done? Maybe not. But it's time that somebody got some fucking heat by being a heel in the wrestling business in 2020, and MJF is doing that. Even more so than what Chris Jericho is doing. Okay, it's okay to be a dick to, to, to like, fans that you know that can handle it, but if you're doing it to kids, that's not cool. That's not cool. Uh, um, You got to remember, he threw a beer at somebody at Revolution. He knocked somebody's hat off their head at Revolution. I mean, this guy is... Let me tell you, if he would have been in the 80s, he probably would have gotten stabbed. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Toronto, most definitely. I mean, in Toronto, in Toronto yeah. he would have been pulled over a barricade and he would have beat his ass. Or they would have waited for him in the parking lot. But I do want to say this. The level of talent that MJF has, I want everybody to think about this and ponder this tonight for a little bit before you go to bed. Imagine that EC... Imagine that ECW didn't go out of business and a guy like MJF came along in ECW while they were on TNN. Oh, this, someone would have killed him. No, I, oh I believe that I believe this oh would have been God. the guy to make ECW a thousand times better than what it was in 2000, 2001. He could have potentially saved the promotion. Exactly. More than likely. This is a guy that has all the tools that you could stick in any era, and he would fit. You could put him in the 80s. You could put him in the 90s. You could put him in the ruthless aggression era. You know, this is a guy. Right. This is a guy. This is a guy that would have drawn heat no matter what. And in 2020, he is the top heel. And five years from now. He will still okay. be the top heel. Are we saying he's he's like gorgeous George Dick? Because he was a dick. I am saying he's he is the dick. best heel he's, that professional he's wrestling beyond, has seen. He's beyond gorgeous George. Gorgeous George was a, a pretty well. He was a pretty boy. He was a pretty boy who was self-centered, but mm-hmm. it was self-centered was on oh, I look how how how. Beautiful so, I am. And, and that. And Lord, me, and Lord MJF, you, and if you MJF touched him, is, if you touched Gorgeous MJF George, he Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, but, but, oh, but I Gorgeous can, George I was, can, I'm a way better good. human being than, okay, hold on, one at a time. But Gorgeous George was also, I'm better than you're I'm better than you. Ha somebody got my whip for me. But, yeah, um, Gorgeous George was, a, it's all about me. I'm self-centered. Lord help you, you touch me. Attitude, and you're beneath me. Attitude. That's what I grew up being told and seeing. You know, well, and then you had Adrian Adonis who tried to be a floppy, gorgeous George, and didn't succeed. But MJF, I think he's got it. But still, I still want to kick him in the nuts. Um. All right. That, let me say I mean, this. He's doing to, his job. To me, MJF is a mix between Rick Martel, Rick Rude. <laughs> And probably 
if you had to so go model. modern day, um, it's really hard to say who he would be in the modern day in the last ten years. But because you but don't you have the well, he has he has Piper's arrogance. Yeah. I said ten yeah, years. No, 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 don't don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even, don't compare him to Piper. Please don't do it. Just don't do it. No, in the no, last no, no, no. ten years, oh, you have not Piper had a guy. In the last ten yeah, years, last you have not had years, a guy. There's not been a guy like MJF. But Piper was funny and dickish at the same time. We're not talking about Piper anymore. We're saying the last 10 years. No, we're talking arrogance of Piper. um, In the last 10 years, there has not been a guy like MJF to draw that much heat. Brock draws heat, but he doesn't draw the good kind of heat. He doesn't draw the money-making heat. He draws the heat that turns fans away. MJF yeah, is drawing the heat yeah. that will make people pay to come see him get his ass kicked. Yeah. He deserves it. I mean, like with Brock, with Brock, Vince knows that everybody hates Brock, but Vince wants to have him, won't let anybody Vince, beat him. Vince he has makes a, big Vince. stars that make stars that not only with names, but also with size. Lay down for this piece of shit. Look what he just did to Ricochet. That almost looked like a punishment. We're going to, okay? yeah, we're going to talk about you know? that. And, too. And, and then. And then you know Brock Lesnar. Okay, all right. His his contract's coming up. Uh, his contract's coming up. You know, uh, uh, five more years of uh, just appearances. Whenever he the hell he feels like. He's a dick. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. Like let's put it, let's put it this way. I think I figured. I think I figured out how Vince manages to uh, be able to. Um, let's say. Let's say get himself in the mood. For uh, for Linda, he looks at pictures of Brock, uh, of Brock Lesnar because he's so vascular. He's so vascular. Except he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's lost size. He's not bit. He doesn't have bitch tit or nothing. But he's lost size. No, ladies and well, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, my name is Sean David, and I am the consigliere for my good friend. Mr. Paul Eubanks, who will be with us again next Thursday. That's right. Paul Eubanks right back here next Thursday. Did you say you were his Connie linguist? Is that what what did you say? (laughs) Consigliere. Consigliere. Oh, consigliere. Why don't you say what right? Okay, what? You didn't watch the Godfather movies? It's consigliere. Okay? There you go. So Mr. Paul Eubanks will be back with us next Thursday on a special edition of Wrestling Authority Radio. Be here live so. next Thursday. I'm excited to talk to Uncle Paul. It's I've been a been long time. Uncle Paul. Uncle Paul's been on been on uh, set filming and, and whatnot. I've been following what he's been doing here and there when he posts it. But yeah, it would be yes. really, really great to have Uncle Paul with us again. Yes. I tell well, you, you know what? Let's Let's make let's make another announcement right now while we're while we're at it. Uh, we've got our first guest lined up for the promoters roundtable on April thirtieth, and uh, uh-huh. it's uh, somebody who is a uh, good friend of this show, a longtime friend of this show. The fantastic mm-hmm. Bobby Fulton will be with us oh, yeah. on April thirtieth for the promoters roundtable. So, oh, we'll we'll. We've we've gained a lot of knowledge from uh, Bobby over the years, so we'll oh, just uh, we'll just keep picking his brain and get more. Well, that's well, not all, Bernie. Bobby. 
Bobby is gonna gotta, told me he he's gonna spread the word. So, um, yeah, I don't know how this would go over, but we may end up with somebody that, uh, you know, he's 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 a cult of controversy. We'll just call it that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll see what I can okay. come up with. I'll speak to I'll speak to Bernie. See what I can okay. get. So, is, this, uh, is this is this also somebody whom we've had on before? Uh, at least once, yes. Okay, because when you said that, uh, the name the name immediately came to mind because uh, we play him quite a bit. Yes. Mm. Um, so cool. you know, well, there's well, a there's a lot that could happen with this promoters roundtable. We are looking to get uh, knowledge from men and women that have promoted professional wrestling events over the years and um, all over the country. Um, we, you know, we are going to try to get as many callers as we can, and we want to get everybody's opinion and exchange ideas. And as I put it, I want to read the, the little snippet that I put about this because it's mm-hmm. very important. Um, we are looking for professional wrestling promoters from all over the world to join us in exchanging concepts, ideas, and techniques, and foundational fundamentals of promoting professional wrestling. Um, This is what it's all about. We have done a lot of these in the past. They have been very successful. Um, It's an exchanging of ideas between promoters from all over the world that uh, have worked in the past, like uh, Bobby Fulton will be sharing things that they used to do in the 70s and 80s and the 90s and even, you know, the early 2000s. Uh, compared to what happens now. Um, you know, whoever else we might get might have ideas about how they did it in the 80s. Somebody else might have ideas about how they did it in the 90s. This is what makes this so interesting and uh, knowledgeable to, to be able to take ideas that somebody may have used you know, 30 years ago and turn around and use them again. Because uh, there's an old saying that history repeats itself, and what was good 30 years ago could work today. You just have to put your own twist on it. Uh, we know that, uh, you know, guys like Jim Cornette and Paul Heyman used to do that with wrestling angles and make a lot of money doing it. And it's mm-hmm. time for that to be done again. Uh, so we'll be exchanging ideas about that. Also, before the end of the year, uh, probably before the summer, we're going to be doing our trainers roundtable again. Going to be talking to Mr. Hughes, who's opening another school, and going to be going to be talking to uh, whoever else we can that's doing some training. He's still laid doing back another training. Doing another <laughs> trainers roundtable, and uh, we'll be bringing some other stuff to Wrestling Authority Radio uh, before the end of the year, before the the summer. And summer's going to be fun. So. Um, you know, we've got a lot of good stuff coming up and tonight, uh, the next thing that I want to get on, you know, MJF, Maggie heel, but the business needs it. The business doesn't have somebody like that. WWE has Randy Orton. And I'm going to, with that, I'm going to let Steve team talk about that because this has very, been very controversial with Randy Orton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, everybody, no reason. bye. Everybody by now knows about the uh, segment that uh, closed Raw Monday night where um, mm-hmm. Randy and uh, Edge's wife, Beth. Beth Phoenix, had a uh, 
conversation, which ended up with Beth taking an RKO. Now, and just some of the things he said. Oh my and God! Some, and there are some people, and there are some people. I because I was I was immediately checking social media the second after Raw went off the air, and there were people who were saying, "Well, she slapped him first. Number one, that wouldn't that wouldn't matter. Never, you never, you never, never." Can I speak as a woman here? Please, go right ahead. All right. Okay. I understand that I may not act exactly woman-like. I understand that I have riled up a lot of men, but not once have I ever had a man ever, ever hit me back for slapping him for something he deserved. That includes my husband. Yeah, Yeah, I kicked him in the nuts and punched him in the mouth, and he, he wiped his gums, looked at me, and laughed and said, is that all you got? So... That's what being a man is. Being a man is knowing to walk away. And what, your mama didn't teach you how to treat women? What, your mama wouldn't beat your ass for doing something like that? Never mind, not your grandmother? Like, no, you do not lay your hands on a woman. Period. I'm done. Okay. Well, there you go. And and then I'm and then throw and then I'm going to throw the other um, card out there on this. The fact that Randy Orton has a history of having complaints against him by various women mm-hmm. in the WWE locker mm-hmm. room. Or mm-hmm. Natty being sex, one of them. For sexist comments and um, supposedly some uh, rather um, crude actions that he has done in the past. Now... Everybody can sit there and say, okay, he's gotten married, he's settled down, yada, yada, yada. But still, the fact is that he has this reputation. It's known. And so, you know, why would you have him, why would you have him do this to her? Hold on. Hold on. I want to say that. Hold on. Hey, baby, you want to touch the viper? No. <laughs> oh God, no! Not I'll, your viper, no. baby. <laughs> I'll kick. I'll kick your. I'll kick your viper, Sean. <laughs> no. You know what, Sean? Sean, because I think my viper's bigger than yours. You know what? It's probably more. It's probably more of a garter snake. <laughs> hey, no, I'm. Hey, 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 wait! Hey, I bet my viper's bigger than your viper. Well, think about it. They call Randy Orton the Viper, so he probably goes up to one of the female wrestlers. Hey, baby, you want to touch the Viper? I'm the Apex Predator, don't you know? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, guys, we're yeah. really getting, we're, we're really getting Steve, weird you here. You started it, man. You started it. It's your fault. <laughs> Garter snake. Yeah. Yeah, I know. No, it's more like a you word. Open no, man, you open the door and let all three of us walk through it. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All uh, right. Yeah. Now I, that, that'll be enough of talking of vipers and apex predators, but let's get back to Randy Orton. But anyway, like I say, it's, you know, 
I I mean I'm I'm sorry. There there is a there is a way that they could have ended this without without going that route. Al, no, I mean they could have they I mean, could have they could have had they could have had Shayna come out and attack her. They could have you know they could have had could have any anything. of of the females in the locker Charlotte. room. Charlotte. Do you know? Do the do the attack on her? You know. I got the perfect person that could have done that. Ronda Rousey. Oh. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. She's off. Oh, you want to? Oh, oh, oh my gosh! You want to? You want to? You want to do? You want to go there? You want to go there? I I got um. Uh, something that uh, just uh, popped up because I was looking at uh, I was looking up for uh, something else because of um, the surprise appearance last night on AEW. Um, From, but uh, Ronda Rousey class. was spotted today at WWE headquarters. Ooh, so, she's not, so she's not off making babies, because that's the last thing she said when, when she, you know, she jumped jumped over, yeah. jumped over the barricade um, into her husband's arms and said, "Let's go home and make some babies." And uh, right? she, exactly and, what she said. And while and while she was and while she was there, um, she ran into Cain Velasquez. Okay. And of course, uh, Cain Velasquez also. Um, Former UFC fighter, uh, um, we know his history. He is the man who beat Brock Lesnar for the UFC heavyweight title and uh, uh, um, put that scar on uh, on Brock's cheek. Mm. So um, I wish he'd put a scar on Brock's ego. Honest <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That man's ego, there, there is not, there is not a container big enough to hold that man's ego. Okay, even, even the arenas they book him in, it's not big enough to hold his ego. <laughs> Honey, you Ooh, couldn't, God. you, you couldn't have his ego on an entire continent. I am gonna have to agree with you. <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, so I you had that. You had that, and you know Randy is trying to draw heat, but uh, this is this is the way they're trying to go to Mania, and Mania has been, you know, Mania this year looks horrible. There's there's been yeah. so many changes to it, and you know, it, WrestleMania. Well, this is going to be. I, I I got something for this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WWE Shit Mania. Diarrhea mania because we are creative and we have the drizzling oh, no, 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 no. shits for ideas. Manure mania. Manure mania. Manure mania. It's manure mania. There we go. And it's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> well, well, you know what? Okay, on wrestling, on wrestling news source, um, they had an article on the. Meeting that uh, <laughs> WWE officials had with uh, had with uh, the staff and the roster concerning um, 
the uh, COVID-19 virus. And mm-hmm. on the picture, they on for the the graphic for the for the story, they put they had the WrestleMania logo only over the word wrestle. They had uh, a picture of one of the uh, COVID nineteen virus cells. So, oh my! Coronavirus mania. Corona mania. Uh-huh. Yeah, coronavirus mania. COVID mania. There we go. Yeah, COVID COVID it's mania. Infectious so, mania. Yeah. You gonna die from this mania. You gonna die from this mania. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. So, uh, wrestling fans, oh. you remembered WrestleMania of the past. Well, we bring you <laughs> WrestleMania of the future, and it's nothing like the old. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, coming coming honestly, at WrestleMania if was, 15. If this, a, uh, if this wasn't if this wasn't really as serious as it is, I mean, it's so serious that uh, New Japan has canceled all their dates through the uh-huh. 15th of the month. So yeah, so right. folks, you know, we're you know we're 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 trying to have a little, fun, but we are but we understand and we are. As we are as serious about this as everybody else, so just mm-hmm. you know, be careful. Be careful. Um, you know, it's uh, it's pretty sad that uh, WrestleMania is just looking beyond scary. Not even scary. You know, they're going to make it a six-hour fiasco, and there's very little that's going to be good. Yeah, they're trying. Yeah. It's not that they're not trying, but Bray Wyatt's gonna Bray Wyatt is going to lose to John Cena. No. They're gonna strap Reigns again. Right. No. Um I mean about the only good thing might be you know, might be Shayna Baszler getting the raw women's strap. I don't know. Oh, I, oh are I'm they gonna still, allow it? I'm still a little well. Let's put it this way: I'm still a little iffy about the idea of now. making her a main roster yeah, champion you, yet. Yeah, but you've also got also another women's match you have to look forward to as well is is Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, now that one. Yeah, I can't wait. That That's going to be great. Think, that one I think is going to probably be the highlight match of the card. I mean, you know, Charlotte's all right. But uh, Rhea Ripley, oh my God, that woman has a ton oh. of talent. Oh my God, and, oh I love she that has, woman. She has more talent in her little finger than half the men's main roster. I love that woman. I want her to have my baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Lord. Hey, so, I can say, oh. man, we you know we don't have to use her egg, okay? Come on. You know, oh, for the love of well, Christ. Uh, it, we'll have all right, they, Rhea, they, no, they we'll, have, we'll have little. Listen, okay, wait, wait, wait. We'll have some triple R's, redheaded Rhea Ripley's running around the place. That's what we'll do. <laughs> All right. Well, um, WWE has made another announcement uh, for the Raw after Elimination Chamber. So next Monday, watch out for the breaking glass because. <laughs> On 316, 
we will have on Raw Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold! You sound like my niece. My niece. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold! At two years old. It was me, It was me all along. The Rattlesnake! Isn't it funny the stuff that pops into your head when you when you when you mention certain names and that? Yeah, yeah. and I gotta I gotta do this because uh, I sent you a message last week, and uh, you know there's just some theme songs that get in your head that you just can't get out. Uh oh. And this is one of them. Me 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 only me 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 sexy me 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 only me 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 sexy me 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 me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. You go out in public and you, you go to yeah. a town where you used to, where you've done a wrestling show or done some work doing a wrestling show. And you, I you know, it. you think about it and that damn song pops in your head and you just shake That's your fist. Is not me, man. My head goes back and forth like a 14 year old. That's a sriracha machacha, right? Yes. Yes, Thank it you. is. No, because I'm, I'm doing it. Me, 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 me. Darren's just looking at me. <laughs> giving me that. <laughs> giving me that. Must you look? And I'm like, it's a retro me catch up. Yep. It's so much fun to say. Like, you know, it's so much fun uh, to say kind of like Antonio uh, Banderas, you know? Sharacha uh, Banderas. You know, <laughs> there have been some Triple. great uh, wrestlers that have come along, and there have been some <laughs> bad ones. And uh, at this time, I want to talk about Revolution, because Revolution was one hell of a pay-per-view. Oh, God, yes. Revolution. Never mind. I-E-W, Revolution. You got to say, well, because, you know, you know, if Dusty was alive, they consider it a Southern thing, so it would be A-E-W. Like WCW, if you will. Steve, tell me I'm not yep. wrong. I mean, come on now. It, it, no, no. A-E-Dub. Oh, A-E-Dub. you A-E-Dub. 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 People are no. saying it. Uh, it was a great pay-per-view. There was a lot of good, but there was some bad. You had... Um, you had some instances of where they didn't know where to put certain matches on the card for the most impact. Um, I don't remember what match it was, but boy, I think it was Nyla Rose and Chris Statlander that couldn't follow that tag match. Oh yeah. That was, well, that, I mean, yeah. Number one, you're number one. You followed probably one of the best matches on the card. Okay. But also number two, um, and they and they mentioned it, 
but you know, kind of did it in storyline fashion. Um, Chris Statlander had spent the entire week battling the flu, so oh my, she was she was just getting over it on Saturday. So you know, you got it. So I mean, you gotta you gotta I you know you gotta give her some you gotta cut her some slack because the because the poor woman was not a hundred percent. It would be it would be hard enough it'd be hard enough to have followed Omega and Page versus versus the Bucks when you're hundred percent healthy. Do it when you're not and see how see how tough see how tough it is. And that. Um I got I got to admit Dustin's shirt at that uh he had on <laughs> cracked me up. Oh, that and was classic. I okay, came, well, I came to fight Jericho's bleep. <laughs> bitch. I'm here to fight Jericho's bitch. You can say bitch. Come on, man. And and then the and, and, uh, and then yeah. Hager's and then Hager's wife um getting her involved in it I thought was absolutely great stuff. And then and then especially uh when Dustin kisses her <laughs> during during the later part of the match, I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I mean, Dustin, Dustin is, Dustin, I, you know, but I've spent time with Dustin, so I've always known, you know, the man is extremely funny and that, but he knows, he knows when to pull a comedy spot, and that was a great comedy spot. And there. Um, I'll agree. Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara. Oh my God! What can oh what can you God. say about that? All kinds of. I stuff. mean, those those two, those two, put everything on the table, and a few things that they that they stole out of the locker room before they came out to the ring, and they laid those on the table as well. Absolutely. And we'll have to talk about. About Derby here in a second because um, something happened after uh, last night, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, the tag match—I mean, if you watched Dynamite last night, you saw every all the all the uh, laudatory plaudits that uh, were posted for that match. I mean, it was phenomenal, and then the way that they ended it off with Paige um, going on, you know, and kind of getting Kenny Hake on, and that, and I've got I've got a little something I want to talk about uh, with uh, Adam Page here too when we over that. Um, Rosen Statlander, um, and then of course, yeah. MJF, everybody's everybody's favorite heel, and and Cody. Now, now, I don't know what what did you guys think about Cody losing in that match? It leaves it open for there to be continuation. Um, that's the nice thing about it, that's, but yeah. You know, there's right. I don't right. know. It's you've got, got 
you've got you've got to have Cody established as a powerful baby face, and this sure as hell didn't do it. Um, but at the same time, if you're going to build MJF, you've got to have him go through a guy like Cody, or you're not going to establish MJF. So it's it's a two-edged sword. They need mm-hmm. to find someone to put Cody with that is going to make him strong uh, because they need to build MJF. MJF is the hottest thing that they've one of the hottest things that they've got right now. Uh, yeah. So MJF versus Moxley would be good shit. And yep. well, of course, he um, cut that promo on him last night. So I have the damn tray on my lap. I just spoke. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's one of the things that you've got to do. You've got to make the most interesting matches you can if you're AEW. Um, we're we're gonna see. The exalted one. We saw uh, Jake the Snake Roberts yeah, on, on AEW last night. I missed it. You know, I missed it. I was watching. I was, see, folks, I watched the, the first hour I missed of AEW because I'm watching Mass Singer just because, well, kind of a date night thing with me and my husband. We watched Mass Singer and then the rest of AEW. Just the way it is. Um, so you've got that. But you still have the arrival of the exalted one coming. You have talent that is on the way out the door in some places and contract right. negotiations going on uh, in closed door meetings that some people don't know about, even us don't know about. So there is yeah. a lot going on in the world of wrestling between these big companies. Um, you're yep. going to have Luke Harper that is going to be coming to AEW before too long. You've had Ooh. other people that have dropped Luke Harper, Wait, Brody Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Thank you. Okay. Jeez. Thank you. That. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. Luke Harper, br- brings me to Rowan. Brings me to Rowan. What do we think of this huge ass spider that's about as big as my head? I think he's cute. Oh my God! Oh. I think he's Give cute. He's cute. Well, you would. You would. <laughs> so I own my own beard and dragon like snakes. Okay. But a lot of people are. A lot of people are thinking that. Um, in uh, in two weeks, when uh, Brody Lee makes his debut, that he is the person that Jake Roberts will be managing. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I think that sense. would be great. And Jake's another Jake's another one. I got a I got a good one about here in a in a minute. Um, but then, pop. Pack, Hawk, whatever you want to call him, and Orange Cassidy. I, I, I did not like that him, match. I, I prefer to call him Dumbo. Why? Because he's got big ears and he flies. That's why. <laughs> okay. What? Okay. Okay. What? Uh, what was? What was your thing on it, Sean? I. It was. It was just really. Yes, you had Cassidy get fired up in some spots. But he's still doing the over gimmicky bullshit. Um, is he good in the ring? Yes. Would I like to see more of him being just a regular wrestler without the the whole pocket thing? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we're getting I, we're getting the pocket thing, and I don't understand that. It it makes it. It makes it hard to watch 
because I don't like that. I think it's a safety issue in some cases. You know, if he's got his hands in his pockets and his foot were to get caught on the rope and he were to do a face plant on the apron, it wouldn't be pretty. There's many things. Many, 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 Uh, many reasons. um, Right. I I, I agree with that. The other, my other, my other issue with that is the placement of that match. I think that should have been, that, I think that thing, I think that should have been the opener. I mean, you it, it, had, I mean, you should have had it was, MJF it, and Cody before Jericho. You should have had MJF yeah. and Cody before Jericho and Moxley. That's just the way right. it should have been. Right. Two big, right. big. I mean, send them, one at a time. Send them home almost happy. I mean, you, you, you've got a new champion in Moxley. You can call him but, the champion uh, because his wife is Canadian, and he, which means he has dual citizenship. So that makes him la champion. Uh, you, you make them happy with Moxley, but you make them pissed off because Cody lost MJF. So you've yep. got a double-edged sword at the end of the night to where fans, you know, they don't have mixed emotions. They're just going, well, we want, we want to see Cody kick MJF's ass. And at the same time, you've got Moxley as the champion, so you sent them home happy. So you've accomplished two good things. Hey, did you notice right. that uh, that Co- Cody didn't open up his face that match? Uh, not only that, but the Cody tattoo, what the fuck? Yeah, the, isn't the dream enough? The dream tattoo? Uh, no, the, the, what, the next tattoo that he just got. Yeah, I know. We all know your name. Is that is that so? You, if you forget your name, you can look in the mirror. And, no, and, no, and that was no, that wasn't. Like, that's not. That's not. That's not his name. That's the American Nightmare logo. Yes. Okay. That red, white, um, and blue uh, skull with the well, kind of spiky top. I like it. I like the logo. Yeah. I don't know that the placement of the logo on his neck I'm is I'm the I'm best I'm thing. Neck. No. I would have. Where is I would it have on rather... his neck? I, I didn't see where. Where is it on his neck? Is Hold it on, on I'll get or... it. Is his throat? It kind of. It kind of starts. It kind of starts as the as the neck uh, um, slopes into the collarbone, and then goes up about halfway. Okay. There you go, Katie. I'm sending it to you now. All right. Send to the Katie. <laughs> I am the redhead. Send to the redhead. Oh. There it is. So, um, okay. So I'm going to, so I'm going to do oh my, my rant about, uh, about, about That's... the, about Adam page and hold on a minute. Let her, let her, it's not, okay. let her it's, react it's to this. It's, I, I like it. It is, it is beautifully done. I'm not going to say that or anything, but he's got it on, it's on his jawline too. Yeah. It's, it's different. I like it, but I don't know, man. Okay. All right. All right. Now, now, now with his mouth, blade, now with his mouth, hold on. They've got him. They've got him roaring. So it looks like it's on his jaw. It's not, it, but it isn't. It's still on his neck, uh, borderlining his jawline for days. Um, it, it is. It's a. It's a. It's a very nice piece. But that is not. Maybe on your it's, throat. Yeah, it looks better it's on the your place, throat. It would have been nice. Yeah. But if he would, if he would have went throat to collarbone, that would have looked sick. But that now you're gonna to have to have something to put with it to cover the rest of your neck because now it's just it, I'm sorry it looks like one of the ones that you you know put on as a kid 
And <laughs> <laughs> no, the only reason why no, I, the only reason why I say that is because we we put them in dumb no because we put them in dumb places. Okay, the rubber and tattoos. We put them in dumb places is why I said that. It it is good. It's a good piece of art, but I don't think I placement is everything, man. That's a good piece of real real estate, but not for something that big. Yeah. Or the back yeah. of his neck. On the back of his neck would have been sick as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Either, and that's all either, I have to say either, about that. Yep. Right. All right. See, oh. Go ahead. I love that too. Okay. Okay. So now I'm going to now I'm going to do my Adam Page rant. Okay. Um, we know that uh, Page lately, as part of his gimmick, has been after after his matches, he goes out and gets and gets beers from the crowd and drinks. And last mm-hmm. night he took a collection of them with him. Um, and I actually posted this to Tony Khan on Twitter. I said that, you know, right now with um, the potentials of something very wrong happening because of uh, COVID-19. Yeah, man. Maybe, not only that. Maybe, not, maybe not we only should that, just have him. Right. Right, you know, have him come out with a beer, oh God, and have him leave with that. You know, have him maybe put the put the beer on the timekeeper's table. Oh, and, and then when hey. he's done, no, 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 you could have held that back. That was gross. No, don't do that. Talk about talk about somebody having too many beers. Um, <laughs> and um, you know, and then and then leaving with that beer. Yeah, you know, well, and that's yeah. Just it. Are you trying right now, to get them date raped? Are you trying to get the boy date raped or what, man? Like seriously. <laughs> I mean, you know, right now, right now, there's there's too many there's too many dangers for of grabbing stuff from people that you don't know. Absolutely. So, you know, that's 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 it. That's the only that's the only thing I. I've got I've got on that. Um now uh Darby Allen unfortunately Darby Allen wound up going to the hospital last uh, night. Um shit. now um not sure yet uh, of the of the nature of what may have happened but apparently um that uh, that uh, Judas effect that he Took from uh, Jericho when he went through the ropes to the to the floor, um, caused some sort of injury. Uh, he posted a picture of uh, being in the hospital waiting area there uh, outside of Denver on his uh, on his uh, Twitter account and that. Well, don't call it a hospital. It's a medical facility, no, 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 pal. No, 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 it's no, a no, medical facility. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you are you are not Sam Roberts, not WWE. <laughs> oh Sam Roberts, wherever, you, wherever Dash, you are, Sam Roberts, I miss Dash you and come back Dawson, here now. Even Dash and Dawson got old bro had on that one. On, uh, <laughs> on, uh, on, uh, on uh, belts and championships. Okay, wish list time. Yeah, um, wish list time. I, I want Uncle Sam Roberts back on. You know, make it happen. Yeah. We've <laughs> never had him on. 
Yeah, we have. Uncle Sam Roberts? No, we haven't. No, no we've never Sam, Sam Roberts. Okay, well, I went from... I, well, I know that he's, that he's Jake's brother, so the two names melded together, and no, I am not high. And so I said, Sam Roberts, Sam Roberts instead of Sam Houston. So, <clears throat> leave my dyslexia alone. <laughs> All right. We are going to take our song break at this time. We're going to take two Yay! songs because we've got some birthdays to celebrate. So we're going to start off with uh, one, and then we'll go to birthday, and then we'll come back. You are listening and, to Rampage and Rant. If you, if you were on your cell phone listening to this show, you must now hang up and call back in and refresh your call if you would like to hear the rest of the show that may or may not include an after party, since we do have a guest that we are awaiting to arrive. Yes. Go ahead, Sean. I am sorry. We are, you are listening. I was going to say we are listening. You are listening to it. Rampage Rant, Thursday Night Turmoil on the Evolution Radio Network. We'll be right back.
Tax Refund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be a homemade wooden ring because, no, we can't afford a real, actual, safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance? You must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, Mommy, get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. Welcome back to more Rampage Trance Thursday Night Turmoil live on the Evolution Radio Network. I am Statistic Sean David along with my co-host. The Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane. And the reason why the show is never going to be a Megadix ever, 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 never, 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 chaotic Katie and happy birthday to Jordan Grace. Happy 24th birthday, sweetheart. Seriously, you look amazing. I thought seriously, seriously when when Darren and I were discussing, I I said thirty straight up. I said thirty. And he's like, mm-hmm, yeah, forward. but she's I no, said, she's she's twenty four. She's been 25? in for ten years. I, the girl has it. I'm telling the girl doesn't have a mark on her face. Let me tell you, nothing. And I, I hugged her so I can say this. Everything is firm. Everything. I <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen. I've seen I've seen it bent over in five feet in front of my face, plus outside the ring. So yeah, I constantly say everything's where it's supposed to be on that woman. Everything. I'm not going to say what else I saw, but anyways, that's side point. But um, yeah, <laughs> happy birthday, Jordan Grace. She's awesome. Well, people. I love this woman. And we also, have a new happy birthday to Katie's favorite uh, hole to Who's slide my- on. Marty. 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 Marty Casals. Marty the Moth. Marty the Moth. Marty the Moth. Well, yeah, he's he's my American boyfriend. Everybody's well, favorite. His wife, and his and his wife is and his wife is my American redhead, and I'm their Canadian redhead. It's just the way it is, folks. You had to be there. We were sliding down poles all night. Let me tell you. You need to. You need yep. to. You need to watch him on Twitch. He's 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 a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. I, I love him. You're gonna have to bring him on so he can uh, announce that he is on Twitch and let everybody that didn't know, especially me, that he is on Twitch. He can come and promote his stuff on here anytime. Marty, if you are listening, you got the number, baby. You know how to dial. <laughs> oh, that sound is so dirty. <laughs> yes, I do. I made we, it sound like we're a nine seven six number, and we do have a commercial for that that hasn't been played in a while. That doesn't mean that I'm asking for it. But, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm asking. Oh. Okay. So. All right. Well, Teddy Hart's in trouble again. Uh-oh. He got, he, got arre- he got arrested yesterday afternoon in Richmond, Virginia, 
Um, no uh, details on the charges, but he was arrested there last month for possession of controlled substances. Yeah. And, uh, and when we talk about controlled substances for a wrestler, um, of course, we're talking that mean like Roy. Cocaine? Roy's, okay. Because booger sugars isn't, no, okay. Controlled substance means, okay, words are used for many different things. My friend used them for a knee injury. Yeah. It made his voice go deeper. Right. But, but, those, yeah, yeah, but that's when it's properly prescribed by a physician. Yeah. yeah. And you can tell now, if it's oil or water-based. Yeah. As long as it don't look like Snitsky using oil-based, man, that was gross. So, and then... Sid Vicious um, was supposed to be at WrestleCon during WrestleMania 36 week. He was supposed to wrestle and take part in a softball game, which, of course, uh, Sid loves his softball, called the Sid Vicious Softball Invitational. However, he has been removed from the lineup. And when asked why, WrestleCon officials stated that Vicious failed to provide a video confirming his booking. So, oh if you were looking, if you were looking to see Sid Vicious during WrestleMania week, you are out of luck. Cause we're shit out of luck. We're SOL. We're SOL. SOL. Just say it. We're SOL. And, and, as our, and, and as our good friend Mike Sanders said about SOL, you know what that means. It's shit out of Lux, honey. Sorry about your damn Lux, son. All right. Well, we have a new wrestler of the decade, and his name decade. from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, his name is A.J. I just enjoyed watching him drop like a whole brick load into his pants when he saw Taker coming down. And they showed it again. They showed it again this week. And the look. That was a. That was a. yeah, that that was that was a great facial reaction. I'll give him that one. Um, yeah, but he gave great face, man. He he looked like he was about to cry. His jaw was on that mat, and I'm telling you, you heard the bricks of shit being laid in his drawers. Never mind bricks. Darren was saying like a whole load of it, like a boatload of it. We smoked it too. Oh, oh man, Uh-oh. yeah, great. Facial. He he gives great facial. Oh my. I'll say that. Yes, I meant it to sound that way. Shut up. <laughs> well, I want to tell everybody about our good friend Bobby Fulton's big event that is coming. It is coming rather quick. Saturday, March 14th, next weekend, at the Fairgrounds Heritage Center in Circleville, Ohio. You can meet the Four Horsemen: Barry Windham, Ooh. Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, J.J. Dillon, Baby Doll, Bobby Fulton, The Midnight Express, Ricky Morton, Missy Hyatt. Tommy Rich, Jimmy Valiant, Manny Fernandez, Katie's favorite, Road Warrior Animal. Tatanka. Joe. I love Joe. Tatanka, Nikita Koloff, Kevin Sullivan, Dan Severin, Buff Bagwell, Jerry Lynn, 
the boogeyman. Pause, pause for Marcus Buff Bagwell. Buff the stuff. Yum, diddy, okay. yum, yum. That's on a stick. Ooh, you can go now. Okay, that was that was just that was just weird. I, I, I just drooled. No, I drooled. I literally just drooled. Oh my god, I love him. Why do he's wearing oh, like top hats, man? Buff, Buff mm. is hey hey Buff Buff's mm, a great guy. Buff's even better guy mm. now mm. that he you know now that he's cleaned up and that. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> Raven, the Sandman, who Brian hopefully Pillman. won't be drunk. Francine, Shane Douglas, New Jack, and Bushwhacker Luke. This is brought to you by Stephen P. News Law Office and a whole bunch of other sponsors. It's a reunion in Roundtown. Fan Fest. Premium ticket holders get in at 11 a.m. General admission ticket holders get in at noon. Bell time is 6.05. Tickets start at $15. This is a huge event coming to Circleville, Ohio. Let me tell you something. If Steve and I had planned a little bit better and known about this a couple more months in advance, we probably would be making the trip for this. Road trip. Damn. Road trip. Oh, my God. Could you imagine the three of us road tripping? Oh, my God. This is going to be one hell of a (laughs) night. It's world classic professional big-time wrestling brought to you by Bobby Fulton. Right on. You know what? You, yeah, Katie, I, I, it's hard enough for me to be on a road trip with Sean. With the two of us <laughs> in there with I'm him, fun. he would. I'm let's fun. put it this way. Let's put it this way. We would be, we would be looking for a place to bury the body anonymously without anybody knowing it. What, Sean? What did you do? I didn't do did it. What, did you pee every fucking five miles or something? What? No, I was no. actually good about that. He was. He was very good. Um, it was more of smokage. I, 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 had to, I had to have my cigarette. Yeah, of course. I'm a smoker, <laughs> and, well, and well, uh, <laughs> well, hold on. Depending on where we are and if it's legal, we'd be smoking weed while we were tripping, too. <laughs> and poor Steve, okay. poor what, what, Steve you really would be think? sick. Yeah. I can no. We'll sit him in the back. Yeah, I would. We'll, we'll I sit, would, in, we'll I sit would in the back. Be. We'll be sitting in the back while he's driving. Okay. We'll have to I can't <laughs> drive, Katie. Okay? I can't I drive. You, I thought you drove to did. I didn't know you didn't drive to did. I I, I, I have not. I have not had a license for at least six years now. You should try. Because when I got injured, I was told yeah. you are you cannot you cannot safely operate a vehicle ever again, because you, you can't can wrap, because I can't yeah. I can't turn I can't turn I can't turn a wheel fully because I don't have you know full range of motion in my in my right arm. Okay. Right. Um, so. So. Oh, when you, you know. Need to do the big turn. Okay. There is uh, just so much going on yeah. in the world of wrestling. We've got yeah. uh, some big well, shows coming out uh, for WrestleMania. Right. If you're going down to WrestleMania, you know, um, you, there's and a lot want, of stuff going on. All about, and if you want to know all about those, um, 
the past uh you can you can go back to the past couple of weeks of uh live from the dean's den and i have uh talked all about those on my friday night show so which um, will be on tomorrow night at uh 10 9 central time cheap plug Seven years ago today, we lost uh, Percy Pringle III, a.k.a. Paul Bear. Yeah. It's been a year, it's been a year since we lost uh, King Kong Bundy. Mm-hmm. I miss that guy. He, oh, he was, a, he was such, oh. Guys, if you would have known him the way I knew him, he was such a fun guy to be around and that. He scared the shit. He scared the ever living living pee out of me. I'm not, and I'll say pee because I was young when it, when it happened. I did. He, I peed my pants once because of him. He, well, yeah, I, to- well, I love I, him. I told you about. I've told you guys about the first. I've I've told the story about the first night that uh, I ever worked with him, right? Um, I think so. Share with the class where where I came where I came up. Where I wound up, uh, it was the uh, pre-show meeting, and I wound up directly behind him. Yeah. And yeah, and I look I up, and and I mean, there is this, you know, I mean, he's huge, he's tall, his head goes right into his shoulders, and then yeah, he has no neck. And yeah, you know, and the, and then I got Chris Chavis way off to the off to the side there in the corner of the room and I'm, I'm glancing, I'm glancing at him because Chris and I have, uh, had, we've, we've had a little bit of conversation, but we really got into some great conversation that night and Coco beware was on. But I looked, I looked up at this guy and I said, I better not screw up tonight because this guy will kill me. He is that big. He will, he will sniff me in the corner and shatter all my ribs and, and, they will go completely through my lungs and I will be gone. <laughs> uh-huh. But oh, not, not to mention now, what he could do to me, man. He would have separated my head from my body. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm yeah. Okay, you, you yeah. ever you ever watch one of those older movies and, and they, they take four horses and they attach one okay, when it's 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 a punishment by the way, people. At the execution, actually, and they take four horses and they tie one to each limb and and just rip. That's what the man could do with me because he could take my ankles and my wrist in one hand and my ankles, my other ankles and my wrist in the other hand, and separate the rest of my body once yeah. he's done separating my head. Or he'd probably yeah. leave my head on my shoulder so I could witness. Oh, you know, yeah, that man's getting the poop out of me, man. Yeah, he's exactly. Every living shit. Exactly. So I loved him. I loved him. I had nightmares about him, but I loved him. I did. I had a nightmare. So I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. I had a nightmare. It doesn't matter what it was about. It's irrelevant. But I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I believe it. I believe it. So, well, you guys, you guys want to find out who Vince McMahon threatened to fine if he ever went oh, to the gym? Who? Vader? No. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking no. of big men. Nope. Uh, Yokozuna? Nope. Um, um, Uncle Elmer? Um, no. Um, big men, Kate. Big men. Come on. Big, big, big men. 
he doesn't want him working out. He wants him. He wants him being like a veal cow, you know. Put him in a box and feed him. Um, <laughs> um, You'll never get this. You will never get this. I'm not gonna get this. Oh wait, 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 wait! I got one more. Um, George Animal Steel. Nope. Nope. You're, you're not gonna get this. No, I'm not gonna get this. Jake Roberts. Really. Why? Yeah. Because he was supposed to look like a fucking a, a drug. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll tell you. Okay, because he was on. He was recently on. He was recently on Chris Jericho's Talk Is Jericho podcast. And yeah. back in the day, he had suffered a uh, um, neck injury, and he'd been told his career was over. Um, and because he had two discs that were completely gone, and yeah. yoga. So. He went. He actually went to Amsterdam, had the surgery, then picked up a few products, and he came back. Products. Then he goes. Then he goes, and he says, at the time of the surgery, I could lift like four pounds with my left arm, and that was it. I could hardly move my left arm at all. And somehow, yeah. within ten weeks, I. Had I was doing seated behind the neck presses with 225 pounds, and I gained a lot of size. He gained like yeah, 40 pounds start, yeah. in three months. He says, so I went to see, I went to see Vince to tell him I was coming back, and he almost took a bump out of his chair when he saw me. And then he imitates McMahon going, "What the is wrong with you? What the hell's and, wrong with you?" And and he looks and he goes, Jake, what the H have you done to yourself? <clears throat> I said, my God, I'm in the best shape of my effing life. I mean, look at this ass. I had big knobs up here on my shoulder and ass. Yeah. And so yeah, Vince look at this back, shit. Yeah. Vince comes back. If we wanted Hogan to carry the snake, we'd have Hogan carry the snake. We wanted some slimy, no good sob to carry yeah. the snake. You know. A guy that looks like he's been run through the mill and a little nasty and dirty, a flesh-eating, the B-word. Bitch. And then he said, no, no. Bastard? The one. Yeah, yeah, Pac. Okay, there you go. And he says, and and he says, and he said, if I find out that you're in a gym, I'm finding you $1,000 every time. Because that's what I figured. They want so, they wanted him to look like so, a, a like you know a slime ball. But they didn't yeah. really give a shit about it, about what the way he looked or if anybody cared what he looked like, you know. Yep. And later on, that's what he became in real life. And yep. then he came back to who he used to be. Yep. Yep. So, um, John, why don't you go ahead? And um, <clears throat> talk about the uh, situation that you were going to talk about because um, at the, because um, you know because this is this is pretty serious and it involves somebody that you know. So oh, I know people. You know, um, definitely want to go ahead and have you uh, talk about this because it because it's real serious. Hey, who's Sean? Sean. I'm going to hurt him. I tell you, I tell you, 
Well, I'll tell you what, while we're waiting for Sean to show up, um, a another former guest of this, of this show made his debut on a uh, on a uh, major promotion this past week. Jack mm-hmm. Dane made his NWA debut. He was on this past week's episode of Power where he can where he confronted Tim Storm who according to the storyline he ripped Storm ripped him off for his for the NWA title shot. Okay. Storm ripped two off because, well I I was given I was asking Sean what he was doing in shot. Okay, can you Okay, Storm ripped whom off? Jack Stane. Thank you. That's all I needed. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So so Godzilla is in the NWA. And mm. we've had him on the, we've had him on the show. Um I know. Well, I'll tell you what, while we're while we're waiting for that, um talking about anything Hall of Fame. Um Mm-hmm. The uh, le- um, a week or so ago, Jim Cornette talked about the WWE Hall of Fame and talked about the Bella Twins. Yeah. And he also Pregnant talked about Bella somebody who, whom he had worked with back in the uh, old days of world class. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pop this audio on. Um, Oh, it's about eight minutes worth, and I think it's uh, some pretty good stuff. So here's Jim Cornette talking about the Bella Twins getting into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Next question was sent in Uh-oh. via Twitter. Don't drink nothing. Using the hashtag corny drive through from, hi, my name is John No, or John O, excuse me. How do you and Jim, well, let's go to with you, how does Jim feel about the Bella Twins. In Wait the- a minute now. You're just slipping this question completely. We, you were included in this. People want to hear what you have to say about this. Uh-huh. How do you feel about the Bella Twins in the <laughs> WWE Hall of Fame? <laughs> Pete Rose and Drew Carey are in the fucking WWE Hall of Fame. I mean, it, we've passed the point. If, if it's a wrestling Hall of Fame, it's fucking ludicrous. Especially before... Every other wrestler that's ever worn tights before 10 years ago is in a Hall of Fame. But it's a WWE Hall of Fame, so it's expected. They have their, you know, quota of we're going to do a woman, we're going to do a tag team, we're going to do a couple of headliners, we're going to do a minority, a a minority, we're going to do a dead person, we're going to do a celebrity. And they usually tick most of those boxes, and the Bellas are all over television and et cetera, but as a... As a wrestling Hall of Fame, no, it's ridiculous, but as a wrestling Hall of Fame, it's ridiculous and fucking P. Rose and Donald fucking Trump are in it. So it, it's – that's why I say, you know, it's they do a great production. They put on a great show, and a lot of the guys, it means a lot to them, but it, it's not even – it's not even a real fa- – a real worked Hall of Fame, it, a, a real worked wrestling Hall of Fame. It's not even that. It's just a worked Hall of Fame for anybody that's – 
had anything to do with the WWF, WWE, or is, you know, was uh, an old wrestling superstar that somebody currently in the office that can pitch something to Vince was a fan of. It, it There's no rhyme or reason to this. So you can't take it seriously as that and get mad that the Bella Twins are going in. Okay. When v- fucking Vince Sr.'s chauffeur was in the inaugural class, James Dudley. As a follow-up, because another question about the Bellas going in came into the corny drive through at gmail.com address from Brandon in Winchester, Kentucky. His follow-up was, in your career, did you ever encounter women that were only employed because they were dating or married to a wrestler? Yes, everyone before 1995. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. That's the only... I mean, I mean, unless unless it was some Amula's girls or the independent girls that were actually wrestling, in which case, you know, and, and sometimes that was still the case, but uh, that's the way that they got in the business. There was no other way to get in the business besides having someone experienced train you, and most guys weren't training girls. That was why Moolah had the corner on the market, except for a few places, Cork Holmes, whatever, and otherwise – those girls were booked in different territories for a week or two at a time as attractions. There was no regular females on the card unless they were managers slash valets, in which case the way they got in the business was the guy they were with said, hey, I got an idea for a gimmick. I can use my wife as my valet or the manager. Or, you know, there was Ma Bass, who managed Ron and Don Bass, uh, was the old timer Mae Weston, and so she was already with the fucking business to begin with, and she got tremendous heat for doing those promos and, you know, hitting fucking baby faces with her purse with the brick in it. <clears throat> but as far as uh, there were no regular women on the shows in most territories in until the eighties when. You know, uh, especially world class sunshine and precious, and got the valet thing going. And they found Stella Mae French. Remember when, when uh, oh, yeah. oh, God, which which girl was on which side now? Sunshine was a baby face. Yes. And Precious, and was there, who else was on her side? Precious and Jimmy Garvin. Precious and Jimmy Garvin, but okay. And no, after, it was when Sunshine had to take a sabbatical. It was when Stella Mae showed up. I that's right, Stella, because they brought Stella Mae in as Sunshine's truck-driving aunt. <laughs> and... Oh, those promos. <laughs> oh, it was classic. But here, here's the fucking kicker. And I wish – do you remember what her name was? She was an old-time – not an old-time like back in the 40s, but she had previously in the 60s and 70s been a lady wrestler in the business. What was her name? God damn know. it. I, I don't know. I can't remember now, and I feel so bad because of why I'm going to tell you. When I moved to Dallas, I lived in Irving, and I went to the dry cleaners take my suits in the first time i'd moved to the new apartment went to drive clean dry cleaner down the street and this woman said hey jim how are you i said well hey i'm on tv so i'm like hey how are you she said i'm stella may french i said what the f-? and and then she introduced herself as she was working at the dry cleaners then she lived in dallas and they happened to need somebody they came up with the idea for the stella may gimmick and brought her in because she was smart to the business and could work but then after that was over with, she was back working at the dry cleaner. I can't remember what her name was when she – she was one of Moolah's girls. Um, Tanya West? There you go. I believe it was. Yes. 
but anyway, and she was a fairly top name in the 70s. All, when Moolah would take four girls and she'd be one of them, Tanya West worked with them a lot. But anyway, but yes, there were no, until the 80s valets, there were no regular women performers on the shows in pretty much any territory. And so if you got in, it was there was no way to, just like the, it was hard for the guys to get in and get smartened up. So at least with the wife or the girlfriend or whatever, they were already kind of smart to the business, and you, you know, you had a built-in gimmick. And then you know whether they got paid or not. Sometimes it might be part of the package, especially if they were just starting out. But if it got over, you made more money. I just found a video on YouTube by an old friend of the show, Garen Shea, and. It's entitled Stella Mae French Makes Her Charming Ladylike Debut. <laughs> Can I play a few seconds of this audio? Yes, yeah. I, I haven't tested this beforehand, but I'm assuming it's wonderful. Listen over everybody else. Hey, uh oh. Hey. I can talk to myself. Hey, shut your damn mouth, you Hey, uh, you can't talk this way. This is something. Don't tell me what the I can't say and what I can say. And I want to talk to these people. I want to know. Who in the Jim Garvin thinks he is? And that little... Don't tell me! Take it easy! <laughs> <laughs> now, last Saturday night, in San Antonio, they hurt Val very bad. Mark Lorenz was horrified here. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, and, and people like, holy shit, you know, Sunshine's truck-driving aunt has come to kick Garvin's ass, and that Precious is going to watch out. And then, whatever, obviously, they didn't book matches between Stella Mae French and Jimmy Garvin, but she was in the corner when the guy fought Garvin, and she got a hold of Precious, and a large amount of money was made by everyone. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that one broad though, man. That oh my god! And people say I got a mouth. Like oh my god! Yeah. I, I can re- I can raise my voice without screeching. That was the only part I didn't like about it. But wow, that was great. Yeah. Well, and here is poor Mark Lawrence, who was their uh, um, ring announcer slash interview guy, who also at the time was studying. He was in seminary to be a Methodist minister. And here is this and here is this and here is this poor man listening to listening to this gal just cussing like a cussing like a a sailor on shore leave. You now, don't tell a girl to take it I'm easy or calm TV. down. That's just asking them to go the hell off. 
That's that's like yeah. pushing the murder button on a cat, okay? <laughs> uh, right? It's exactly uh, what it is. You just push the murder button. You don't understand how many times that Darren has had to pull me off of guys because I'm about to kill them. He tells them, stop. Don't please, oh, God, don't laugh in her face. And, and, you know, he has to push me out of the way because I'll hurt them. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Um, and, boy, but speaking of the WWE Hall of Fame, um, yeah. Scott Steiner. Who, who else is going in? Uh, Steiner's going uh, in? No, 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 no. But Scott Steiner had a lot to say um, about it. And he says, and and he says this, first off, where in the F is the Hall of Fame? How can you be in in the Hall of Fame if it doesn't exist? It exists in Vince's mind. No, it is Vince's mind. Well, but still, do I give a F if I rent space in Vince's mind? F no. I don't give a F what he thinks. So I don't don't care if I'm in the Hall of Fame because it's a effing joke because it doesn't because it don't exist. Why do I care if I go in the Hall of Fame? It's not there. Go visit it. Where are you going to go visit it at? Exactly. Why why can't he make a, a, a Hall of Fame like you know like there's there's a hockey Hall of Fame you know where the Stanley Cup resides in Toronto thank you very much but and he's got so many things from over the years that he could put in a building to make it a Hall of Fame and I don't understand why he doesn't well well I mean the store I mean the storage that they have the the warehouse that they have in Florida which um uh. Back when uh, Holy Foley. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I mean, they even, they still have the cell that Mick Foley fell off of. They have that store in Orlando. Excellent. Um, Oh, and here's (laughs) another thing. Didn't they show Uh, it? He talks about Triple H. walking through. Yeah, it's yeah. Possible trip. He, ta- he talks about Triple H. He goes this. Of course, it does help banging the boss's daughter. So he took advantage of everything that he could, and be and he beat everyone from WCW. They treated everyone like bleep, and we're all in the same business. Wrestling is a small knit community. It's a brotherhood. But you're going to treat us bad because we wrestled for somebody else. It made no sense. But now it's biting them in the bleep. They would kill, effing kill for half the ratings that they had when we had the Monday Night Wars. Look at them. It's biting them in the bleep and F them. They got what they deserved. I'm so mellow right now. <laughs> uh, Scott Steiner, Scott Steiner. And once, and once again, Steiner. and once again, well, him and, him and Jordan Grace and Petey Williams uh, do six-man tags mm-hmm. together. So, um, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, well, I've, um, I've been saying for a while, I've been saying for a while, if chess is allowed to fight guys and with guys, so is Jordan. If she wants to. Right. She's power right. You can Uh-oh. tell she's power lifting by the way her stance is in the ring. You can tell she can power lift. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, Oh, once it, well, speaking of wars, the Wednesday night war, um, 
NXT pulled 718,000 viewers last night. Dynamite pulled 906,000 viewers. Wow. The show, and, and the show scored an uh, 0.335 rating in the uh, 18 to 49 demographic. So <clears throat> AEW is definitely hitting its target audience and then some. Absolutely. And of course, and of course, uh, and of course next next week's show is is going to is going to really be loaded up. Um, they've got uh, uh, a big six man uh, tag lined up for for next week, um, in which the uh, the newly the new alliance. The Death Triangle, which of course is uh, Pack and the Lucha Brothers, as uh, Pack told everybody last night, will be facing off against Joey Janela and Private Party. Oh my! And, oh. and uh, Cody Cody Rhodes faces Ortiz. Um, MJF will be on um, with his. Uh, Side cohorts, the Butcher and the Blade. Uh, they will be taking on Jurassic Express, and of course uh, the rules for the Blood and Guts match, aka War Games, will be announced. So, and that and that of course happens two weeks later on the twenty fifth. Right. So that's gonna. That that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be really good. I'm I'm waiting to see who they put who they put into this one. Be interesting for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you could. I mean, you could set up Inner Circle versus uh, um, the Elite. Not, yeah, the Elite, which. Which could which could finally which could finally have Adam Page go over the edge, or they could have um, oh um, the Bucks and uh, and uh, Cody and Dustin, right? You know, so there's there's a lot there's a lot of possibilities on that one. Um, now tomorrow now tomorrow night on uh, SmackDown on the Moment of Bliss. The NWO will be there, or well, the version oh. of the NWO that is getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, Hall Nash okay. and uh, and Hulman. Right. Hall, Hall Nash and who and Hogan? Okay. Waltman. 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 Yeah. Okay. So. The one, two, three kid. Then why didn't you say that? Or X Pac. Because Sean, because because he goes or at least because Sean he goes Waltman. to John Waltman. Yeah. He could have given yeah uh, just give all the information, old man. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being a, like one of the mean girls in school. <laughs> yep. No. So that's uh, pretty much it in a no. nutshell of what's going on. 
Right. Now, um, now of course, uh, this Saturday uh, will be the last uh, AAA event before uh, before Rey de Reyes. I'll uh, I'll be talking about that uh, tomorrow night. Um, that'll be because that'll be a that'll be a a great card leading up to to that to that big event. Um, so you definitely you definitely do not want to miss live from the Dean's Den tomorrow night at uh, ten nine Central, right back here on uh, on ERN. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, are we saying are we saying we've got this all done then? I, I think know, so. Happy all right. birthday, Jordan. Jordan, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> Jordan. And Matt, at, at, hey, at our birth at our birthday celebration table, you got there's there's two verses to to the birthday song. The happy birthday song. The second is. May you live a thousand years. May you drink a thousand beers. Get plastered, you bad girl. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> oh, God, you're so... I love her. You guys know how much I love her. And, and yeah. I know, I know, I know. I wipe Jewel and <laughs> yeah, you can't even get it out. So, all right. Well, next all right, week well, we'll be joined by Paul Eubanks. So be here for that, Uncle Paul. He's going to tell us stories. Mhm. Mhm. I go yes, ask him. Ma'am. <laughs> yep. Tell me a story, Uncle Paul. Please. <laughs> oh, please. All right. Well, we will see you next week, and Steve Kane will see you tomorrow night live from the Dean's Den. I am Statistic Sean David, along with my co-host, the Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane. And the reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks. Thank you. Good all night, for everybody. Out. Good night, everybody. Turn off the goddamn lights. Take your glasses to the bar. Get out of here. Lock the door. Closing time, open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time, turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time, one last call for alcohol to finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here I know
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.